Hello, everyone, and welcome to the brand new Knights of the Dawn podcast, where we talk about everything Brandon Mole, because we are huge fans. <laughs> and that may be the biggest understatement we make today. <laughs> yeah. This is a brand new podcast that we are starting. My name is Megan. And I am Jessica. And we are just, like we said, big fans of Brandon Mole, and... Today, we'll be starting to talk about his first series, Fablehaven. Exactly. We have been underwhelmed with the amount of fan content in this in this fandom because, honestly, let's be Indeed. honest, he deserves more. Yeah. He deserves more. It honestly feels like a drought. Like, yes. there's, you go on any, pretty much any social media, and there's not much to be had, but I see lots of fans. Yes, there's a lot of fans, but not much content. Yes. So, we're Besides trying... The books yeah. themselves. We're trying to fill that void a bit, so... Please support us in this, in this endeavor. Hopefully we do a good job. <laughs> no pressure. So, so, yeah, this is a new podcast. We'll be talking, if you know Brendan Mole, hopefully you do. If you haven't, you should read his books. So this podcast, will be going through all of Brendan Mole's books. Like I said, we'll start it with Fablehaven, which is his first series. It's a five-book series. He started it in 2006, I believe. I'm fact-checking that one. And... Ended in 2011, I believe. That sounds right. Yeah. Basically, what we're going to do today is we're going to start by going over... Um, we're go- we're planning on doing chunks at a time of certain chapters. Today, we're thinking... We're looking at the first four chapters of the first Fablehaven book. And so the chapters are called... Chapter 1, A Mandatory Vacation. Chapter 2, Collecting Clues. Chapter 3, The Ivy Shack. And Chapter 4, The Hidden Pond, these are the ones that we are going to cover today. And so we're going to give a quick summary of these chapters. I'll start with um, Mandatory Vacation, Chapter 1. And so basically this starts by introducing our two main protagonists, Kendra and Seth. Kendra being uh, 13, Seth being 11, they're siblings, and going to stay with their grandparents, Grandpa Grandpa and Grandma Sorensen, while their parents go on a cruise with some of their extended family. And so, this first chapter, it really introduces us to our main characters. We have Kendra and Seth. We get a good feel for their personalities, which we will be discussing in length later on today. And also, some of our supplementary characters. Um, there's Grandpa Sorensen, Dale, and the housekeeper, Lena. So, I feel like that's the main gist of the first chapter. It kind of shows us a bit of the scenery, big house, nice place pool, etc. And then moving on to chapter two, we start talking, what's it called, a clue? Ah. Collecting clues. Collecting clues, there it is. Sorry, I was turning through my pages. I'm more a paperback person. Um, uh, So chapter two kind of goes through the kids' first day at the estate Fablehaven. And so they're just exploring a bit of the house, some of the grounds. We get to see a little bit of the kids' more... Eccentrics, entr- ex- oh, their personalities. Personalities, that's a better word for it. And just them looking around, and Kendra gets a little puzzle that she works on solving. Seth decides that he wants some adventure, etc., etc. Yeah. And, and then, then, yeah, you go yeah, ahead. I can keep going. In chapter three, Seth shows his colors of adventure and curiosity and goes off into the woods, which Grandpa Sorensen has strictly labeled as off limits, but Seth being who he is, does not care, and is like, I'm going to go out and explore. And so he does, 
He goes out into the woods, and he finds a small ivy shack. And he's like, what the heck is this? And he goes up, and there's an old woman who is in there, and she has a knotted rope. And obviously, he's like, who is this woman? He's really creeped out by her. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they have a little bit of a conversation, but doesn't really lead anywhere. Seth kind of is insulting her and being sarcastic, and she's kind of like watch yourself (laughs) and so then Seth kind of runs away from the shack and as he's like leaving he kind of gets attacked he gets rocks thrown at him and there's like a branch that falls down he gets kind of freaked out (laughs) and he goes back to the house and Kendra is like I think she's like reading a book or something and he's like I found an old awesome he's like I found an old woman in the woods like and she's like yeah right and he's like no 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 really and so he kind of tells her about his Adventure. Shenanigans. That's a good word. For and then, actually. yeah, and then they go to the treehouse and look at that. And then the next chapter, the hidden pond. Yeah, chapter four, the hidden pond. The last one we'll be talking about today. Basically, Seth has gone out into the woods again, and he comes back, and he tells Kendra that he found some kind of beautiful hidden place in the woods, and she's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> Because she's like, you went out in the woods again? And he's like, yeah. And so he convinces her to go with him. And they go and they find the hidden pond, which is this beautiful, like, open space. With a pond. With a pond, a gazebo, and all kinds of animals. That yeah, a lot of diversity. There's yeah. like frogs, deer, goats, monkeys, I believe, parrots. Yeah. All that and they're thing. just shocked by that. Mm-hmm. Just, like, the beauty that's there, and they're like, why is this just in the middle of the woods <laughs> on our grandpa's estate? They're, like, kind of confused. But as all things do, grandpa, of course, finds out and confronts them during their dinner that night and goes, and I love how he starts off the conversation, too. Why do why do you guys think that people break the rules? And I just love how, like, Kendra and Seth just, you can just sense them just go, well, yeah. was hoping we'd keep it under wraps for a yeah. little longer than that, but I guess so, we're doing it. And, and so then, they managed to negotiate for a reduced punishment rather than being, like, locked up in the in their playroom for the next week and a half, or I think two weeks at that point. Mm-hmm. They just have to single day because Seth's a really good lawyer, I think, is the reason to work yeah. The chapter ends with them getting one day punishment of being grounded and... So, yeah, we'll start from there. Today we're going to mainly focus on the characteristics and personalities of Seth and Kendra as they are the main characters, and they're really the only ones that we really get to know in this chapter. Maybe we'll talk about some of the more um, subtle things that um, Mole puts into his books, but we're going to mainly focus on our two main characters. And so do you want to start with Seth or Kendra? I have, Let's start I have... with Kendra. All right. The older She's sister. She's the, the eldest. The elder <laughs> And so I, um, this, the book actually starts out from her perspective. Yeah. The very first chapter, it talks about how she's actually a bit nervous. Like, she's worried because she had heard her mother t- asking her grandpa to let um, her and Seth stay with him. Yeah. But he, she had heard him sounding very, very skeptical, very unsure about the possibility. Mm-hmm. And so Kendra goes into this experience, like, expecting very with very low expectations she's like this is gonna be horrible he's not gonna want us there our parents are basically just ditching us they can go on this cruise this is gonna be this is gonna suck all that jazz 
Were you, did you ever get left at, like, uh, a relative's house while your parents went off somewhere? Because that's never really happened to me, but... I actually was on the other end. On the other <laughs> end? <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> so, um, of, I, have four, I have four siblings, one older, one older and three younger. And when I was about eight, um, my parents... We're not the most well-off, but, like, we were we were comfortable, but they took me and my older sister to Hawaii with some family friends. Oh. The younger three You were siblings. the lucky one. Yeah, I gotta go. I was, I just barely made the cutoff. The younger three got left behind. <laughs> I was, like, eight. The youngest of them that's, was, like, two. That's kind of funny. <laughs> they do not, they will not let me forget it. Even, like, 14 years later, they will never let me forget it. So you were the, you'd be the one going on the cruise, basically. I was the one going on the cruise. <laughs> I, okay, I ditched Kendra behind. <laughs> Sorry, I can't really empathize with you, Kendra, honey. Yeah, I love in Chapter 1, we get, like, a view into, like, the relationship between Kendra and Seth as siblings. Mm -hmm. And we see that Kendra is, like, a rule follower, and she's, like... She's, like, telling Seth off, like, oh, don't touch that, like, expensive chess piece. Like, why are you yes. making a mess in the toy room? She's just, like, why are you doing these things? You cause chaos. <laughs> <laughs> he is the master of chaos. Yeah. And that's why we love him. And so I just think it's really fun to kind of see, like, that dynamic and see how, like, Kendra, mm-hmm. being the older sibling, is trying to be more responsible mm-hmm. and be more, like, following actually, the rules. She actually does a pretty good character dive later on in chapter four. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Go ahead. I'm going to find exactly where I'm talking about. Ah, it's right here. It's on page 53. Unlike her little brother, Kendra was not a natural rule breaker. She was in all mm-hmm. the accelerated classes at school, got almost perfect grades, kept her room tidy, and always practiced for her piano lessons. Seth, on the other hand, settled for lousy grades, routinely skipped his homework, and earned frequent attentions. <clears throat> And this is my favorite line. Mm-hmm. Of course, he was also the one with all the friends. So maybe there was a method to his madness. <laughs> yeah, that is a funny thing. Yeah, this is as they're um, heading to the pond. Um, Kendra's starting to feel uneasy because she knows she, she doesn't like breaking the rules. Mm-hmm. But I do like that just because she's not a natural rule breaker does not mean that she doesn't have those tendencies. Like, she's like... I feel like Kendra and Seth are not quite as different sometimes. Yeah. Because especially with Kendra, like... She definitely has her more, I don't know if playful is the right word, but that's the one I'm leaning to right now. Like, later on we see her, I mean, earlier in the chapters, we see her, like, getting revenge on Seth. (laughs) Yeah. He had been shining, like, reflecting light into her eyes during breakfast, and so she takes a mirror out to the pool and starts reflecting sunlight back on him, like, relentlessly, and she's like, yeah, not so funny now, huh? And, like... Like, you see those bits of her still come out. Mm-hmm. Like, she still has those little things. She just, she tempers them a lot more than Seth does. In chapter one, when they're, like, playing with the toys, she, Seth is, like, taking everything out of, like, the toy chest and, like, putting it all on the ground. And then Kendra goes over to the window and starts playing with the telescope and, like, opens the window. And then Seth is like, wait, what's that? And he, like, comes over and she's like. Like every true little brother. Yeah, and she's like, why are you over here? This is the one thing I was playing with. And he's like, aren't you supposed to share? And I just feel like Brandon Mould does a really good job of, like, showing their, like, siblingness. He captures it, like, instantly. That's, like, such a relatable, like, sibling moment between Mm -hmm. them. I'm just like, yeah. But then she still sabotages him. Like, the window is bubbly glass, so she shuts it before he looks through the mirror. And so it just pisses him off because he's like, this darn thing won't focus and she's just over in the back corner grinning it's so funny it's a perfect way to round out that like first chapter of like who they are and what their personalities are yeah and with the chapter i feel like brandon does a good way of like making grandpa's house kind of mysterious because it's like 
they're driving, like, in, they say, like, in the middle of nowhere, and then they come up, and they have to go through, like, <clears throat> this long driveway and all these trees, and there's all these signs on the fences. Rod Iron Gate. Yeah, Rod Iron Gate. It's just like, man, they're probably, like, what are we getting ourselves into <laughs> kind of thing. Like and the like, signs are pretty creepy, too. Yeah, like, the uh, signs are hang on, crazy. I think I got close. Private property, no trespassing. Trust, trespassers will be persecuted. And then the last one, fantastic. Certain death awaits. I like the the air of kind of mystery mm-hmm. that surrounds like everything here because you're kind of like like what what is this place? Yeah, Kendra goes exploring through the house a little bit later. <clears throat> she like peeks in Grandpa's office. She takes a look in the basement. She's mm-hmm. like, "This is kind of creepy. Where is everybody?" Yeah, and not only that, but like the people who live there are kind of eccentric. Like Grandpa's very tight-lipped about what he does. It's usually going out to the East Hayfield or mm. um, stay at the barn, a lot of rusty equipment. Yeah. And then, uh, um, but then, like, he'll, like, forget. Like, he'll make little inconsistencies. Like, um, Kendra's like, oh, it's a good thing that Grandma got over her illness, uh, the reason she couldn't come last time, right? And he's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. She was still feeling pretty under the weather when she left to visit um, your Aunt Edna. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, like, like, you can just tell Kendra's like, kind of kind of says grandpa kind of says yes and going on with um with grandpa Sorensen there's one moment in chapter one that I like where um he gives Kendra like these like keys, keys. and he's like figure out there's some things in this room that these go to you can figure out where they go and that like adds to the mystery because you're like what <laughs> and it's also perfect for Kendra yes like he has her pegged pretty quick like he knows like if he gave those keys to Seth yeah, he'd be interested, but for maybe like five minutes, and then he'd yeah. go do something else because it's not as, it's not as, um, ten, it's not as fun for him. Yeah, it's not going to capture his attention yes, as much. But that is Kendra's perfect idea of fun. Yes. Like later on when they go to the treehouse, she's the one who sits down and starts really working through the puzzle, like puts yeah. the edge together. Same case here, she starts looking immediately for keyholes and like just help, like trying to figure out this little this little mystery that her grandpa put together for her. And she gets a little reward. She gets like this mm-hmm. little nice chocolate. Yeah. Kendra's more methodical about Very much. And she, Seth is more impulsive about what he does. Yes. She she notices the little the little things. Mm-hmm. Like she notices the inconsistencies, whereas he just goes to find the big picture immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Like he just won't, he just goes to see the forest for the trees. By going among the trees. Exactly. Like he's not supposed to. <laughs> and then, yeah, another thing is that they're forbidden from going into the forest. Mm-hmm. And that, I don't know about you as a kid, but as me as a kid, I would probably be like, what's out in the forest? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And he does give very reasonable reasons. Yeah. He says dangerous animals. And also, I think the main reason he uses is uh, Lyme ticks. disease. Yeah. Lyme disease. Yes. He says there's a lot of ticks out there. You get Lyme disease. Please stay out of the woods. Mm-hmm. And Kendra says, okay, that's a great reason. I will stay behind here. I will stay in here and I will be content. There's a pool, there's beautiful gardens, there's painting, there's puzzles, all that. I will be happy with that. Whereas Seth, he says, don't go here. And he says, I'm going there. Yeah. <laughs> one thing, I, at one point, I I was reading through, like, just preparing, preparing for this episode. And I said, I, in my brain, I was like, he reminds me so much of Simba. Seth is very much a Simba character, I feel like. Like Simba as a child? Simba as a child, yes. Yeah. Like, Cub Simba. Like, I was just like, okay. like as soon as Scar says, I would never want you to go to that ele- elephant graveyard. It's such a dreadful place. Promise you'll never go. No problem. Immediately goes to Nal. Let's go. Yeah. Like, 
But I feel like Seth, though, the, what makes him different from just, like, the stereotypical, arrogant, adventurous, brave idiot is the fact that he's not totally stupid. Mm-hmm. He's not, like, totally blinded by his drive for adventure. And he's not completely incompetent Yes, either. exactly. Yeah. Like, one thing I noticed this time that I've never noticed before, like, when he goes out in the woods this first time, like, he listened to Grandpa. Like, it, it says, like, he's like, I hope the insect repellent I put on will scare them off. Like, yeah. he paid attention. And so he does these things. But he's not dumb about it. Yeah. He, like, takes in the risk and is like, that's worth it to me. Yes. He he calculates. So that's why I think they're more alike than they think. Yeah. Kendra does have a rebellious side, and Seth does have his responsible side. Mm-hmm. It's just they're more to the extremes. So they're not complete opposites. They just complement each other. Yeah. And that's why I think their relationship is so entertaining. Yeah. And what I like about these first few chapters is that I feel like... He's setting them up that um, you at first you do think that they're opposites, but then you see how their curiosity plays off in different ways. Mm-hmm. How Seth is just like, oh, I'm going to go out and explore in the woods because I'm curious about what's out there. Even though I'm not supposed to go out, I'm going to go out anyway. Mm-hmm. And then Kendra is also curious. She does the thing with the keys. And she also, when she sees Dale putting the milk out, mm-hmm. she goes and asks him and is kind of like, what are you doing? Like, what she's not doing, afraid. Yeah, she's not afraid to, like, ask questions. When she sees a mystery, she attacks it. But when Seth sees something forbidden, he attacks that. Yeah. They just have different things that drive their curiosities. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they go about it in different ways, which I think is really interesting because it's not that, like, Kendra's like a complete like wet blanket and like no. doesn't want no, to do totally anything. No, totally not. She 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 also has a curiosity, but she just expresses it differently. Very very true. Yes, and she's also very loyal. That's one thing yeah. I love. Like when like she pegs Seth immediately. Like she sees him coming out in his iconic camouflage T-shirt, which is nice and green. And police will protect him from anything. In that case, he is a little bit less bright. Like. Kid, come on. But, um, he's 11. He's 11. He has sense, he's just not young. an excessive amount. Yeah. And he has his um his survival kit, which we will discuss in a minute. And she's like, you're going out to the woods, aren't you? And he's like, uh, yeah. And she's like, can, can you not disobey for one minute? For one minute? Can you, just, can you just not? He's like, you want to come with me? And she's like, no. He's like, will you tell them where I am? She's like, if they ask. But later on in this section, Dale's like, where's your brother? I think he's in the house. Yeah. She's not gonna she's not gonna snitch. Yeah, she does cover for him. I like that. And I think it's funny that one part where she's like, Where are you going? And he's like, I don't wanna tell you unless you wanna come. And she's like, How am I supposed to know if I wanna go unless you don't tell me where you're going? <laughs> and he's like, Oh, that's true. I guess she's Kendra has that lawyer side in her as yeah. well. <laughs> love that. It's so funny. Going back to Seth, um, I love how his persistence comes out in different ways. Like he like um when Lena, the housekeeper, mm-hmm. I believe I covered her briefly. She makes him, like, the paint-by-numbers that are yeah. like, really intricate, and I would love to have one of them, but, you know. Yeah, Because my though. artistic abilities do not lay, lie in the drawing or painting areas. But yeah, continuing real. on, like, he gets he attacks that, too. Like, he, he has fun with those. Like, he attacks exploring. I love how persistent he is mm-hmm. about, like, uncovering a mystery. And then I think my favorite scene with him is really when he goes and finds what he thinks to be a witch in the, like, yeah. just in the middle of the woods. Like, so he just, like, he's walking around, and he's being smart. He's he's using his compass. He's figuring out where he's going. He's got a survival kit with uh, with uh, plastic handcuffs, a compass, some granola bars, uh, rubber yeah. bands, 
mirror, like everything, everything a young yeah, explorer I, needs. Yeah, I feel like clearly. his emergency kit is so iconic, and it does change later throughout the books. We live, that's just, you know. It evolves. But, but, like, I love the idea of, like, an 11-year-old kid, like, taking a cereal box and just putting <laughs> everything he could possibly box. want for adventure into it. I think that's such, like, a fun, like, magnifying glass character thing. The, like, it just, like, explains, like, who he is. Like, like if, you, if you think of Seth, you think of his camouflage shirt, shirt and his survival kit. That, yeah. Those are his f- primary defining traits, yeah. I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but he goes to the woods, and he find, he comes across this ramshackle shack. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, the, the point of exploring is to investigate the, the weird things. So, he, of course, he goes right towards it. Yeah. And so he finds this lady... Like looking like she's literally like been grown out of the woods because she just like is like totally disgusting, yeah. and he's like, okay, this is kind of creepy. What are you doing here? This is my grandpa's land, and she responds in creepy fashion, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and tries to get him to come into her shack. Here, once again, Seth demonstrates, yeah, I'm not stupid. I may be, I may be dumb, but I'm not stupid. That's <laughs> it. That's what exactly what he kind of. Com- conveys here because yeah he's going to make dumb decisions but he's not going to be stupid about it and so he goes and he's like yeah I'm not going to come into your shack I'm not going to put my hand inside your creepy box and I'm going to go but not before insulting her multiple times yeah he's like so sarcastic he's I like love I'm it. selling stuff for my soccer team it's a good cause and she's like so funny and she just like stares at him just completely she's like get out of here like what are you doing if you're not going to like mm. And, like, I think my favorite line is, um, you are an impudent young man, and you live with a tree stump. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just, he's like a sass master. Like, he and just lets it, it out. It's so funny. And just, he, he does not hold back. <clears throat> the things I like about these four chapters is that, like, the mystery just kind of starts to build mm-hmm. more and more. Because the beginning is just like, oh, it's just like a house in the woods, and they just kind of a more rural place. And then it's like, oh, there's like clues that this might, they're like, we're might like be looking for more. something, more something more. And then Seth goes out in the woods and finds this weird old lady in a weird old shack. And he's like, what the heck is happening here? And then the second time he goes out and finds <laughs> this gorgeous, like, fit for a king pond. With, yeah, yeah. He, with beautiful animals and estate and beautiful, like, yeah. all, all this lovely stuff. It's like every time it goes out into the woods, he finds something that really shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And yes. so it just brings us in more and being like, what is this place? And like, like what is what is really going on here? Mm-hmm. But and then honestly, my one one of the things I think this is my um, one thing that we've decided that we're a uh, little side note here. One thing we've decided that we're going to do um, for most of the episodes at the very least is we both want to pick a defining character moment. I was kind of teetering around, but I found one that I think kind of. Um, encapsulates both of them for me. Okay. So I'm going to combine both of mine into both of my two character moments into one. Okay. I'm going to I'm on page 46 and it's um they're in the treehouse. Okay. I think we've discussed this scene a little bit before, but I want to really deep dive into here. So yeah. Seth has just gotten back <clears throat> from the witch's um hut and when he ran away, like she did like he saw her do some weird thing and then he started feeling like acorns and little stones being thrown at him. He tripped over nothing at one point. The little marker that he made to know when to leave a trail to get back to the yard was gone. And he was, like, pretty creeped out. But at the same time, when he gets back to the attic and that, like, to their little playroom, 
and he's like he's like gushing about it to Kendra, like, oh my gosh, it was so cool. It like you should have come. But right here, like afterwards, he takes her out to the treehouse, which is still within the yard, so Kendra's all good, all cool with it. Yeah. And um uh they go up into the play to this treehouse, which is really it's a pretty cool little place. And Seth says, I I would love to sleep in here. All I need is a sleeping bag and I'd be great. And Kendra says, you, you'd get freaked out once it gets late, once it gets dark. He says, no way. And then Kendra is like, the, wi- the witch might come and get you, like clearly being sarcastic and joking around. As an older sister would. As an older sister would as, and should, in my opinion. <coughs> being but, an older sister yourself. Yes, very true. But, um, and then this next, like, he doesn't respond to that. Like, he, she, like, she's expecting, like, the banter to keep going. But he instead, like, he goes very quiet and he just starts... Like looking more, like looking more for like the puzzle pieces that they're looking on, and Kendra just looks at him and she's like, "Huh," because she knows him, mm-hmm. and this is the moment where I think Kendra's like, "Huh, there was something real in what he was saying," like because before she dismissed like, "Oh, witch in the woods," it's just being like kidding, and for here I feel like her, like she's just like she lets it go, like as soon as she realized that she like scared him, like she like made him feel like bad. Mm-hmm. He, she lets it go. Yeah. She says, okay, we're just going to back off that, keep looking, working on the puzzle, and we're just going to let that moment go. And it really just shows that she really does care about him. Because sometimes this, you can tell that she gets very annoyed by him. <laughs> yeah. But here she really see, like, oh, okay, I'll leave that alone because I know that you, you don't like that. And Seth, also, he shows a more vulnerable side. He doesn't, he doesn't, like, fire back, but he's, like, I'm not, like, he's not, like, the stereotypical always brave, always charging into danger no matter what. He gets scared. Yeah. Like, even before in the chapter, he's like, he wishes at one point that Kendra was with him while he was exploring because he knew that her being there would make him feel more brave. Mm-hmm. Like, he, like, he feels braver when he has something to protect, something to, someone to yeah. not necessarily put on a show for, but to be brave for. Yeah. And so I really, really like this one scene. Yeah. It's super simple, just right at the end of the chapter. Uh-huh. And it's like, I've like brushed past it probably like dozens of times when I read this book. But I really, really like it for what it shows about their characters. Yeah, so it's like he showed like a genuine reaction and she's mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe he was serious? He was scared. Or like, and yeah. so she backs off. Or like something actually scared him. Yeah, I think that's like, that's an interesting mm-hmm. moment. So that's my little character moment, my little thing. So right. when you have yours, feel free to put it in. Yeah. My character moment, I just, I have one, and it's in chapter four, and this moment is when Seth comes back from the woods, and he, like, bursts in, and he's like, you're never going to believe what I just, like, found, like, you have to come see this, and then it's funny, because he, like, he says that Seth, like, bursts into the room, and he says, you have to come see what I found in the woods, and Kendra's like, another witch? (laughs) And he's like, no, way cooler, and then Kendra's like, a hobo camp? Uh, I'm not going to say we you just have to come. Kendra has some zingers too. We can't yeah. deny it. Yeah, like she does. She's Seth's not the yes, only sass yes, master. Yes, and so um, that that's just like the funny part. But the part that I like is that like Seth is like you have to come see, and she's like, how far is it from the yard? And, and he's like, oh, not that far. And she's like, we could get in trouble. Besides, it's muddy out. And then he says, Grandpa is hiding a beautiful park in the woods. And she's like, what? And he says, you have to come see. And Kendra decides to go with him. And this is the part that I want to focus on is that, like, Kendra, like how I was saying earlier, she does have curiosity. And she 
even though she does say that she is a rule follower, she's still curious enough by Seth saying that he found a beautiful park in the woods that she's willing to break the rules that she hasn't been willing to break before and go out with Seth into the woods and find this park because she does have that curiosity. And I like this character moment because we see like a different side of Kendra where she's willing to push those boundaries to an extent and like like go explore a little mm-hmm. bit. And I like that because that's just for me like kind of the beginning of like her character growth and like mm-hmm. being willing to like take more risks. She definitely like a little foreshadowing here. She definitely becomes much more of a take charge, take action character towards the end of not just, like, this book, but even, like, just the series. Yeah. And I think it kind of starts with this, her being willing to kind of push the boundaries a little bit. And also Seth knowing what will get her up off her bed. What to say, yeah. He knows what, like, he knows she wasn't going to come to just explore (laughs) and go find an old witch's shack. Yeah. But he knows that a beautiful pond with exotic stuff will be more her speed. Mm -hmm. It will be more her taste. It's not far. It's as relatively safe as possible. Yeah. And he says, I know that, like, I know she'll enjoy this. I know she'll like this. And also, he, when they're going towards it, he seems a lot more brave than he was last time he was in the woods. And I think another thing is that, is that Seth wants to show someone what he's found. Like, he's the kind of person that'll find something and be like, I have to share this. You mm-hmm. know, like, I'm, like, super excited and I have to show someone. And so he goes and gets Kendra and he's like, you have to come see because he's the only one that he could show. So... Mm. Yes, it's very true. All right, so another thing we'll be doing every week is that we will be doing our favorite Seth quote, or multiple if there's, you know, multiple good ones. And we've already mentioned a couple, but, mm-hmm. yeah, this is our Seth quote of the week because, <laughs> man, does that kid have some good lines. <laughs> and we'll throw in some from other characters as well. Like yeah. Kendra, like I said, Kendra gets some good yeah. some good lines. But in these in these chapters, Seth really shines. <laughs> in his... he, he throws them out like nothing. Like we already talked about him like roasting uh the witch. Like yeah. with no with What was what was your no restraint. what was your quote pick? I was reading through it, I found this one, so Seth's going out for the first time. Uh-huh. He's keeping an eye on. He's trying to be careful. And then uh, he's on this path, and a porcupine comes and crosses his path. Mm-hmm. This is at the bottom of page 34. And he's like, oh, um, okay, what do I do in this situation? Because, I mean, you know, Boy Scouts don't really train how to yeah. deal with a porcupine. And um, uh, the, the animal keeps coming towards him. He backs up, and he's like, well, how do I get him just, uh, to, like, move? Does he not know I'm here? And he says, um... Weren't animals supposed to, to flee from humans? He's, he's thinking this. Maybe it had rabies, or maybe it just hadn't seen him. After all, he was wearing a camouflage shirt. <laughs> that is really funny. He's, camo- just, he's wearing a camouflage he's, short he's sleeve. He's convinced that camouflage means invisibility. He is invisible. He's like, Nothing will he, ever he see him. He thinks that he's Harry Potter and he has an invisibility cloak <laughs> and he just can walk out wherever he goes and nothing sees him. <laughs> Here's his, uh, here, he's, here's uh, one of his uh, more dumb ones, and I'm just like, Seth, honey. Yeah. That's not, that does not mean what you think it means. Yeah. <laughs> For so, me, yeah, my, my favorite quote from Seth in this, in these chapters was also in chapter three. It's when he's talking to the lady, and <clears throat> she says, um, come inside, and I'll let you give it a try. And then Seth's like, I better not, he said again. I don't see how you could live out here like this and not be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. 
was a good one. <laughs> How can, like, you're living out here. How are you not actually insane? <laughs> It's more just like, I think uh, you're crazy, and I'm just going to kind of insinuate go. that. I think you are. I'm just going to so, go. Yeah. And that's why we love our darling Seth. So, yes. Yeah. We do, when uh, Grandpa confronts them about having gone to the woods, we do get a little bit of an explanation about, like, what's going on. He's like, I run a preserve for exotic animals, and I, I keep all them safe, and the reason I hide it is because... Um, if he, if anybody complains, like if any neighbors like get startled by an elephant yeah. trumpets or something, um, that the permits could be revoked. Like you can't tell anyone. Like some of these things are poisonous. Some of them are lethal. All of that stuff or venomous. If we're being technically correct, apparently. Yeah. Yes, but um, and he just talks about like all of these things, and he says like the lady is um. Does he say anything about the lady? Yeah, Seth does mention the lady he found in the woods. And he says that, like, that she came to him asking to build something on his land, like, a, the shack on his land, and he didn't see any harm in it, so... Yes. That, that's how he explains the lady, which is yep. still weird. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I just found it. So, yeah. He's like, don't go bothering her. And Seth's like, I wasn't planning on it. He's <laughs> like, I am not going back. <laughs> And then Kendra's like, why don't you take us to, like, your fancy little retreat like this beautiful pond? We can go ride boats and parrots and swans and peacocks. Sound familiar? Come on, Grandpa. Let's go. And Grandpa's just like, no. But, yeah. I think this is just funny to see Grandpa Sorensen because he hasn't had kids for a while. And he's just remembering the headache that kids can be. (laughs) And, I mean, he does have have to deal with Seth, who is (laughs) true. On the higher end of the spectrum of um, flaunting he's, parental authority. He's going to give you the biggest headaches out of oh, everybody. Oh, definitely. If it was just Kendra, so, he'd have no problem. So, yeah, it's just kind of fun to, like, see how Grandpa is, like, managing having to take care of kids again. Because he's mm-hmm. like, you broke the rules. You get the punishment two weeks in your room. And and then the kids are like, wait, 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 wait. You <laughs> Can gave we us the talk room? about like, this? Let's talk about this. And then they do convince him just to do it for one day, which is where the chapters at Recovering ends. They mm-hmm. end with their punishment the next day being confined to their room. Yes. And actually, we're about to get into one of my favorite chapters. If, on, if not just for what happens in it, but for the character interactions. All right. So. Kendra does set in this. Because that will be... And I love it. <sighs> and that's the end of the chapters. Just giving you guys a little <clears throat> little tidbit to be excited for. Is that it for um, this week? Please just do your best to support us in any way. Just spread the word. We have no no experience in doing this prior to this. And <laughs> so we can use every ounce of help that you guys can give us. Yeah. So if it's just like a like or a subscribe or anything. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Knights of the Dawn podcast. If you have any feedback or comments, feel free to email us at knightsofthedawnpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date on any new episodes because that's where we'll be posting these. You'll also be able to find these episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And please, if you know anyone else that's a fan of Brandon Mole, please share this podcast with them. Put any input you want and let us know if you want us to make any sort of social media or something, if you think that would be good to help bring, like, make a kind of community for us to discuss these kinds of things. Um, yeah, honestly, guys, anything helps. Whatever um, 
tips or ideas that you guys want to share, we are totally open. We are very flexible and we'd love to hear from you. All right. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. I'm Jessica. I'm Megan. Have a great day. See ya.